the Sam Show. Today we're featuring our guest Noah. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> uh, so before we get up to today's episode, we'll start it like we, we typically do. Although today um, is a craft beer uh, mm-hmm. day. No wine today. Before we get started, uh, to all our listeners, make sure you go give us a follow on Instagram, you know? Oh, our first real good plug. <laughs> a, a, a little plug, <laughs> yeah. inf- informal plug. At real time period sports. Unbelievable content. Um, it's great stuff. From the, from the minds of these two, to say the least. Way better than this podcast. Yeah. Stuff on that Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and much quicker, not a word, but quick, quicker to digest, I would say. Sure. They're like yes. a minute short clips. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so who's sponsoring us today? We got a, we got a double. Yeah, today we're a sponsored by uh, Little Wolf. Mm-hmm. Little Wolf Brewing. Right. Uh, zero Gravity. Actually, yeah, Zero Gravity Whatever Brewing. Whatever that means. Little Wolf Pale Ale. And, Do you uh, know what a pale ale is? Um, so I believe the ale piece has something to do with how it was brewed. Simil- all right. Similar to how beer is not lager. Is all beer an ale? No, it's not. No, right? no. There's ale, lager. What else? Then there's IPAs. beer. IPAs. Yeah, IPA being an Indian pale ale. So this is uh, this is good. It's Little Wolf. I, I had a sip of the Little Wolf. It is earlier. pretty good. It's not bad. It's kind of refreshing. No, I, it's very refreshing. Not that heavy. Usually these are kind of heavy. Except this is one of those that like is a normal percent. Sometimes these craft beers are eight, nine, maybe eleven yeah. percent out the wazoo. This is a uh, a sitting outside in the summer, like right now. It's a pretty nice day right now. I go outside there and you can sip one of these. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. Um, so, so what's the second one? This one's kind of funky. Yeah. So the it's next has, one it that has a punny name. Yeah, it's it's Hopperation with a funny cartoon of um, k- kind of like the board is it board game? It's a board operation. game called Operation. Yep. Yeah. So this one is a seven point two percent. Out of East Hampton, uh, Massachusetts. We're very local. Yeah, very local. Whereas this one is a, the Little Wolf was a four point seven, so a little different. This the Little Wolf's out of Vermont. Mm. Um, so, what? How do we feel about the hop? The hopperation. I think it's pretty good. Oh, we forgot to give Little Wolf a review. I mean, a, a number. Well, let's right. give them both a number. Yeah. Um, I personally. I prefer the Little, little Wolf. Little Wolf. Yeah, I prefer the Little Wolf. Maybe it's because we're both a little, we're, we're both bitches right now, and. We, <laughs> We we like the lower percentage, also but got a, it's it's got a much nicer can. Yeah, it does. It visuals. We we should have done a blind test. Blind I don't know. I don't test. know who would ever buy that operational. Yeah, it looks like somebody made it in like a kindergarten class. But um, that being said, the operation is pretty good. I would it go. Good. I would go seven four for the little wolf. It's pretty good. All right. Um, and then the operation, I'll go like a six seven for the little wolf. Let me let me take another sip. I do do like it. I do like it a lot. I think it's good. 7.8. I don't remember what we gave that other craft beer. Yeah, no, no clue. Might have been in it. Might have been in the eights. Yeah, my, the, it, the last one was really good. That was good. That little was really Wolf's good. up there. Little Wolf's up there. Little Wolf is good. Hopperation. Um, it's just a little thicker. It's not as quite as refreshing. Yeah. For the palate. Mm-hmm. Tough to go back and forth between these yeah, two. Yeah. Let's call it a 6.5. Yeah. Should Diff- we mix them for the rest of the episode? Pour <laughs> them all in one Should cup? Should we? <laughs> Um, all right, so today's today's episode is all about cheaters. Cheaters, all kinds. Yep. So uh, roids, roids, women, uh, other PDs, uh, gambling, that type life, of stuff. Anything, yep. any any general cheating we got going on here. So yep. first thing I want to do is let's walk through because I think there's a lot there's a lot of, of cheaters, cheaters that that people know very well. Yeah. Because obviously, I think I think baseball is one of the most widely cheated on sports. Hundred percent. Ever. That's like the biggest. Yeah. Steroid use. You know, when you have a sport that's been 
going for the past hundred uh, twenty plus years, you're bound to have people are going to find scandals. a way to cheat. Yeah. Um, so obviously you got Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Sammy Sosa, Pete Mark Rose. McGuire, A Rod, and then you know you move on to. I like there's a lot of cheating in like swimming and track and field, just because obviously in like and cycling, mm-hmm. any endurance sport. So you got like Ben Johnson, former gold medalist, Lance Armstrong, probably yep. one of the biggest ones. Huge. Um, but a philanthropist nonetheless. He, hey, Lance did a lot of good things. Yeah. That man did a lot of good. <laughs> um so yeah. But let's let's get into some of the some of the more specific. Why don't you ones. why don't you start us off now? So I wanted to talk about um some something that's funny to me, Gaylord Perry. Okay. And so he, so, he, <laughs> so he's also from baseball, but not for steroids. Mm. He, um, he was a spitball specialist. Okay, I seen that. So why don't you why don't you tell our viewers? I mean, what's a spitball, Noah? You know, I'm not exactly sure what a spitball is, but to so me, so I you think rub, it's, just, it's like you rub Vaseline on the ball. Well, actually, it's actually any kind of doctoring to a pitch. Yeah, because it makes it harder to control where the, the ball goes. Makes it easier to control where the ball goes. Okay. Because you can like get more. I think what it is is it allows a pitcher to get more grip on the ball and therefore like throw a curveball with more bite, essentially. Mm. Big so just a pitch that's harder to hit. Yeah. And so yeah, tell me more about Gaylord. Great Basically, name. Basically, he played for a long time and he supposedly had the best spitball there ever ever was, mm. but nobody knew what he was putting on his hand. Yeah. But do you think like, what's worse, uh, like throwing a spitball or like? Corking a bat or like, like how is a spitball to me? Why is throwing spitballs not legal? That's my thing. Why is that illegal? I think that it's probably illegal from a safety standpoint, I guess, because maybe um, the balls go all over the place. But I think that to answer your question, I would say corking the bat is worse. No doubt. No doubt. But, yeah, whatever. And then another one I have on here is Rosie Ruiz. Okay. Um, the the miler the the marathoner yeah the marathoner she yeah. she was the first woman to not only compete in the Boston Marathon but win it or, or, well it was the first year that and women she, and she shattered the record shattered the record it yep. was the first year women were allowed or women raced in the Boston Marathon and she won and then I don't know how they didn't figure this out the day of <laughs> but she basically hopped out through the fence well she and you finished know, the you race. know Ruby Ruby has the advantage of doing this what year is it Rosie like, Rosie or, sorry Rosie had That's the advantage of doing this in uh, 1980 no so cameras. obviously there's no cameras around um, I think she finally got caught because there's a freelance photographer with her on the subway but had that happened today ridiculous I would Rosie would be on all the insta lives snapchats now you can't even like the fences are uniform you can't even get through the fence yeah <laughs> Oh, um, obviously, you've got the East Germans. Mm-hmm. They cheated in like everything. Yeah, swimming, track and field. That's why all the women's track and field records are from by East Germans. In, even like, the even today, even today, the Russians they got caught cheating. All of them. The, the, they, they they do dirty stuff yeah. over in Eastern Europe. <laughs> um, and then who I really want to talk about is, is Tiger Woods. Okay. Um, right. I just finished the the Tiger Wo- ti- uh, Tiger Woods book. A naughty, naughty it's book. Quite good, based on the, naughty, the naughty clips book. that you sent my it is, way. <laughs> it is basically an erotic novel <laughs> once you get halfway through. Um, but dude, it's wild. Like so, obviously Tiger Woods. Think of, think what you think of Tiger Woods. I like just, to say, hey, I, comeback season. I like to separate the man from the athlete. Mm-hmm. You know, objectively the greatest golfer of all time, um, the most dominant golfer in the, of all time. That for a ten-year stretch, you know, what, Sam, he won thirty-three percent of the tournaments he entered in golf. That is just. An unreal number. Yeah. Like, people, a good career, 
in golf is five PGA Tour wins. Mm-hmm. He was doing that see, year, on, year in and year out. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But then, obviously, in, uh, so, so the way they chronicle it is the guy, he was... He was never. He doesn't. Have, he didn't have much of a childhood, right? So he's very. His parents. All he did was go to school and then go play golf. Mm-hmm. One time on the playground, um, he was playing soccer. He fell and like scraped his knee, and he was like, "Fuck!" And they're like, "What, Tiger? You're fine." He's like, "No, my dad's gonna know I was playing soccer." Like they didn't let him do anything. He had no friend. He had like two friends in high school, and then he meets this one. He had a girlfriend in high school. Dated her in college when he was at Stanford. Then once he went pro, they like fizzled out or whatever. But then like once high school st- loves never work. Never works. <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> um, but once he starts getting real famous, um, like, and Tiger Woods, objectively good-looking dude, right? Yeah. I yeah. think he's a good-looking dude. Yeah. Um, but he's a famous famous athlete in the world, richest athlete in the world. Mm. Women coming at him. Yeah, he's going to be getting right. women. Yeah, there you and go. Basically, what he did, it's actually funny. This is, this is once he started hanging out with Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley. They introduced him to Vegas, and he would rent out this uh, penthouse mansion and nobody would ever know when he was there because he arranged where, like, the limo would take him through this secret path, and then he would have a secret elevator. Like, it's just he was untraceable whenever he was in Vegas, and he went there a lot. And he would just have, like, girls coming in left and right. Apparently, he was, like, glued to his phone all the time, just, like, answering texts from 5, 10, 20, 30 women at once. Jesus. Like, having sex with, like, the craziest like porn stars and everything dude dude he could he could have gone with any girl he wanted. he was the type of person where like they're at a club and he's like it's like tiger woods would like to see you <laughs> <laughs> um no that's crazy i mean i still never forget when he got caught i think i was like what 10 but still well dude it came out they documented in the book it was over thanksgiving while his mother is staying at their house in florida and uh who's whose mother tiger's mom oh, okay so him and elon nordegren beautiful woman yeah. very nice woman but they're staying there for Thanksgiving, and Tiger is recovering from surgery, so he's knocked out on an ambient. He's yeah, asleep. Yeah. And a text comes up on his phone, and his, his wife reads it, and it goes, and it goes, um, I feel the same way. So she's like, and it was from like a, a dude, because he would hide all the numbers. Elite cheating move. <laughs> so, she, so she clicks on it, and uh, the text before that was what, like, I've never loved anybody as much as I love you, so she loses it. She throws the phone, Tiger wakes up, Stumbles out of the house. He's on an ambient. Stumbles out of the house. She starts chasing him with a golf club. And then he gets in his car, drives 10 feet, hits a tree. The rest is history, right? Yeah. And then it all c- comes out. It's like over 120 women claiming having an, had, had an affair with him. Wild. Yeah. Tough, tough way for it to all blow up in the end, I think. When it's all said and done, that is probably not the way that he would have wished for it to have ended. Yeah. I mean, not Granted, he, he bounced back. Loses all his sponsors. Yeah. Like, um, but kind of, kind of going off that, I wasn't really going to mention this one necessarily, but I think it's it's kind of relevant um, to what you had just said. Is the, that method of getting caught cheating is actually what happened to Tony Parker? So Tony Parker really fucked that up. He did. So Tony Viciously. Parker uh, involved with arguably one of the most beautiful women to ever exist, with She's the stunning. sexiest name ever. She is stunning. Yeah. So Eva Longoria, right? With Tony Parker. Wait, I have a question. Was she married? To Evan Longoria? I don't know. Beside the point. Yeah, besides the point. Maybe, maybe we'll Google it later. Who knows? Um, either way, she sees a message on his uh, laptop along the same lines, like, I'm so happy to be with you, blah, blah, blah. And it's from Tony's teammate, Brent Barry's wife. 
Oh my god. So he was cheating on his like girl with one of his teammates' wives. You know, I thought Tony was better than that. I did too. The He's, French. What is it? The French. You think they're so loyal, yeah. but they <laughs> You can't oh. trust that. You can't. It's it's the oh. <laughs> oh, yes, introduce me to your wife. <laughs> <laughs> you can't trust him. Um, and yeah, so Actually, funny story before I, I go. I saw this on, I think I saw this on Instagram. Maybe it was Twitter. And it was like, lately, it was like one of those like just sliding through things. It was like a quick note of news. But it was like Mike Tyson briefly had met Michael Jordan in the late 80s. Michael Jordan seems like a horrible influence to me. Yes, he does. And apparently Michael um, was with one of Mike Tyson's ex-girls while Mike Tyson was with her. Well, and isn't Michael Jordan, he's also married. This is this is this is probably he wasn't either, married. This might be either before his first marriage, which recently the, ended in two thousand six, or something like that. But this is like early Michael Jordan's career, no rings, like probably right. eighty five, eighty six, eighty seven, something like that. And him and Mike Tyson are at the same party, and Mike Tyson hears that Michael Jordan's pulled up, and obviously he has a beef with him, and like he apparently went on somewhat of a rage looking for <laughs> Michael Jordan, and like he probably would have like killed him. So uh, you know, history turned out a lot differently. But um, from there, I want to go on to, um, I want to talk about the 2000 Spanish Paralympic basketball team. Yeah, I saw that. Like, why don't you explain that a little bit? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know the, the gist of it or well, the whole story, but I do know it, it's not like, um, it, it's not like paraplegic, I guess. So the, there weren't like handicapped. Well, they were in wheelchairs. Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't think they were in wheelchairs. You sure? I haven't looked into it, but it, it didn't seem like in the oh, picture. Okay. It, it seemed like they were mentally handicapped. Okay. It was one, it was one of those. It was like a mentally handicapped thing. So right. obviously, you know, you put it together, a uh, place for people to showcase the athletic skill, blah, blah, blah. And it comes out after this team wins the gold that of the 12 people on the team, only two of them <laughs> were actually <laughs> you know, mentally handicapped. You know, that might be... The worst form of cheating. That might be the worst <laughs> form of cheating. Like, like, you're just taking advantage of, like, the, that's horrible. That is. It's absolutely terrible because, I mean, we go on and on why it's terrible, but one, they pretended to be handicapped. So Very bad. So they're, who, so they're acting as if they're... Who knows what kind of, what kind of um, mental impairments they're putting on. Yeah. That is actually <laughs> horrible. That is horribly offensive. <laughs> Yeah, so it's absolutely terrible. That's like one of those things you see in like a cartoon. That's like a Family Guy skit. Um, but yeah, so it comes out that only two of them are actually mentally handicapped. They win the. That's game. horrible. Um, Although I do th- nah, never mind. But um, you know what? I along those same lines is that a lot of what I was finding is that there's a lot of like age scandals. Mm. Like there was this this Mexican kid who's like who was actually 16, but he played Playing on the Little League. Played on the Little, Little League World Series. Literally found Mind you, those kids are what like 10? Yeah, like 10, 12, yeah. who knows? Like literally These found guys out. Guys absolute heaters. Yeah, fucking bombs. And like there's like always like a a Chinese girl that's like too young to I didn't know you could be too young to compete in the Olympics. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think if you're I saw too that one. if you're too young like why, why is that a thing? Why, why should you, if you're that good, why can you be too young? I imagine it has something to do with the training that probably goes into being an Olympic level athlete. And I don't know. All right, I could see that. But no clue. And then another, another bad one 
is, I don't know, Nancy Kerrigan. Do you know what happened to her? I, I did. That was one of the ones I was laughing about. <laughs> they hired a hitman. A hitman. So, a Norwegian hitman. So ice skating beef. Who knew that this was a thing? Who knew that the ice skaters were deeply in the trenches and, well, like this? Well, this isn't even cheating. It's, 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 a, it's assault. No, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> it's assault. So, so Tanya With Harding intent. is, uh, Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan, I guess, in the 90s, uh, they have beef. They were the two, Maybe they not were beef, th- but they're the two best. They were the two best skaters. Yeah. And um, a month before the 94 Olympics, uh, Harding's husband at the time hires a hitman to, quote, bludgeon Kerrigan's knees. Um, and I think it was a success. Yeah. It, <laughs> that <it> happened. happened. <laughs> <laughs> no getting around that one. So the husband spends two years in prison. Uh, Tanya Harding does three months probation and has to pay back, like, a hundred grand? Is that how much they, the hitman costs? I don't even know. And um, Nancy Kerrigan goes on to still win silver, so... Absolutely wild. She still competed? I think she still competed in the Olympics. Damn right. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> that's American willpower yeah, yeah. right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's absolutely wild. In fact, um, speaking of hits, that kind of segues right to uh, the Saints Bounty. I was Bounty Gate. Bounty Gate. That was great. Did you have that one? I have that written down, yeah, too. That's great. I don't even think it's that bad. I, I love Bounty Gate. I think that it's um, objectively terrible. It's objectively very bad. Yes. But, like... How much? I don't. I want to know how much of a bonus these guys were getting if they like actually hurt someone. Oh, like how much they were getting? Gee, yeah, it must have been the five figures. Like, how much you think it is to like take out a knee? And then you think there's levels? You think okay, like you took him out of the game, came back a game later. What if you like tear some dude's ACL? I think that's another bonus. You think if it matters more if they're in your division or not? I bet it's tiered. Yeah, I bet it's like you know. I would really like it if. He may he maybe missed this next drive, but you know I would and love maybe, it <laughs> if we didn't have to see him in the wild. And card. Maybe it's different if you if you knock out one and then it's like exponential. You get two, you get more. Three, it'd be even bigger bonus. Yeah. And it keeps going up. Maybe they're keeping like a tally in the locker room. Like you know, I've taken out four it, special it, team kids this it year. Baffles me that Sean Payton still coaches in the NFL. Yeah, it does. It's unbelievable. I mean, what's his face? Greg Williams. He's out. He's out for life. The defensive corner is out. Coordinator is out. But if you're telling me that Sean Payton wasn't equally as involved, you're a crazy person. Yeah, 100%. You know, mind you, this is coming from Noah, who will defend Bill Belichick. I mean, okay, objectively. <laughs> and I didn't want to talk about the Patriots game. <laughs> I didn't want to talk about it yeah. either. It's not on my list. Yeah, it's not on my list <laughs> either. But, uh, you know, if something's going on in an organization, it's safe to assume that the instructions probably come from the head honcho. Well, with the Saints, okay, they're just stupid because literally, wasn't it in these contracts? I think it was. It was formally I mean, written some way. Yeah, it, it was like. I think, it, was, I think it was. It wasn't an informal agreement. It wasn't in probably their playing contracts, but I think that it was like there was a contract established that outlined the right. benefits that would happen if you were to do blah blah blah. Right. I mean, okay. My thing with the Patriots. What are the scandals? You've got in two thousand seven. It's Spygate. Is that oh six? So you have spot. Well, well, where it really starts is uh, is the tuck rule. Yes. Which isn't overtly cheating, but... Nor is it really a scandal. I mean, I guess it was a big deal. It was a big deal. deal. If yeah. I was a Raiders fan, I would have been rip shit. Yeah. They probably would have made... The, they probably would have They probably would have won the Super Bowl. Yeah. But, you know, who, who won? <laughs> I mean... Okay, so what? 06, 07, we're going to Spygate. So Spygate, which was just... And like, I think if you toss gate after anything... It's stupid. It's stupid. But, um... If you have to just justify a scandal by adding gate to the end, clearly not a big deal. Yeah. But <laughs> but Spygate, 
You can't. Okay, okay, sure. What did they do? They videotaped. I think Dolphins practices, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I don't, I don't work for the NFL. I don't know the NFL, but you're gonna tell me every team doesn't do that. I think that it would be remiss to assume that every team um, doesn't know almost everything about the other teams. And I mean, like, because it was essentially that we were stealing calls, play calls. Yeah. Is that any different than watching film of a different game? I don't think so. No, I think I think that what the, the issue comes about in that in practice you may be preparing things that have been unforeseen. Well, okay, yeah, that's fair, but also all these they change their calls every week anyway. Mind you, this is coming from a Patriots fan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um so there's deflate no there's the no, def- and then it goes deflate gate. Then it goes deflate gate. Was there something in between? No, there wasn't. No, there I don't wasn't. think there They're, was. They had quite the clean bill. Dude, the flake gate was ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. So the, the gist the, of it is 10 Sam, out of the 12 Sam, balls were underregulated. Sam, Daquan Jackson, I think Daquel, it was either Daquan or Daquel Jackson, the linebacker who made the interception, who initially brought it up in the postgame press conference, later said in an interview that it was fake, that he lied about it. Really? Yes. The flake gate is the most bullshit thing in the world. Don't get me going. I mean, I mean, Tom I mean, I Brady. See- I'm going to need to see sources suspended four games in 2016. For allegedly deflating a football in a game where they ran the ball down the throats of the Colts. (laughs) Meanwhile, meanwhile, Ray Rice, the man who bludgeoned (laughs) his poor wife, got two games. Ray Rice, right? That's why I say, yeah, Ray Rice. Dude. I mean, don't even... In fact, we could probably have a whole episode about this. The, The NFL is absolutely ridiculous with... With the law that Goodell lays down, in my personal opinion, I think that he is quite unjust in the lengths of the suspensions that they dwell. I, I think Goodell is a great commissioner. He's done great things for the league, makes them a shit ton of money, but he is, they have, they've done a horrible job at this whole domestic abuse thing. Oh, 100%. I mean, yeah. you, could, you could beat the shit out of your spouse and you're like, yeah, uh, you might miss weeks one through three. Yeah, or like, like, she called me an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I had to do it, man. Yeah, like, like, God forbid you are an actual cheater at the integrity of the sport. You could probably, uh, I don't know, shave points in football, like whatever, point spread, and you might realistically miss less time than some of these domestic abusers. Yeah, I mean, dude, what was so dumb about the flake was how, how viciously people came after the Patriots, like... Like okay, okay, maybe they did it. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> like it's not like like they were. I, I don't know. You whatever. know what they need to do is they need to put two uh, footballs side by side, one at regulation, and then one at the deflate gate levels, and they need to let fans feel the both because I promise you it is a negligible difference. See which one's easier to throw. Yeah. Not to mention both sides are playing with quote unquote deflated balls. But um, no, one of the ones I wanted to touch on too before we. Uh, uh, before we kept going, was I wanted to talk a little bit about, I guess, the most recent one. And granted, I really did not want to talk about the Patriots, but the most recent one is the uh, sign stealing, right? Yeah, in the MLB. Yes, in the MLB. With the Astros. And, Red I mean, it, it ended up coming down to the Sox a little bit, too. What's his face was suspended. Alex Cora. Yeah. Well, because now Alex Cora is dubbed as the biggest cheater in the history of baseball. Because he right? was he's on... Uh, the Astros. I mean, the video is actually ridiculous. What they were doing was actually ridiculous. I don't know if I believe... Okay, so what what they got caught for officially is they had a camera out in center field, very, very powerful camera, zoomed in on the catcher, and they would relay what pitch was coming to the dugout. They would bang on the fucking dugout, which the video is, the video is hilarious. I think that, I think that um, obviously, that is not okay. 
But I think the added hilarity to it is that the Astros didn't even do statistically that much better, even though that they had this advantage. I think they found that they did. Really? Or at least in the playoffs. I was seeing that they weren't doing all that. I think it was the regular season that they weren't doing all that. In the playoffs, they won. I mean, okay. To me, it's very hard in baseball. It's very easy to find a correlation, and it's easy to falsely name that as a causation. Cause. Yeah. Yep. Because in baseball, it's a game where, like, Anything can really happen. So to take this, the argument I've seen is that, like, during that year where they won the World Series, I think they were, like, they only lost one game at home in the postseason. And, like, the people are like, oh, my God, it had such a difference. They were doing this <laughs> stuff. Like, maybe, like, I mean, maybe, but, like, I think they were also just a pretty good team. Yeah. I mean, I think it's pretty, in baseball, if you know what pitch is coming, these are professional baseball players, you can hit the pitch. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's I think it's bad. Yeah. But <laughs> but <laughs> but the thing like to say that they had these buzzers on their chests where they knew when they knew when a fast yeah. uh, fastball was in, coming. I think that's a little ridiculous. In, intricate buzzers under their thing. Well, why didn't he rip off his jersey then when everyone was celebrating? Blah, yeah, blah, blah. that that was a little ridiculous. Maybe but, though. I mean, they they probably are just dirty cheaters. But um, well, yeah. here's my thing about baseball. Right? What do you think's worse, Sam? Steroids or the sign stealing? So. Thank you for posing that question because I do have an opinion on the whole steroids thing. I think that at this point, it's ridiculous to – and don't get me wrong. I, I guess steroids is cheating, but, like, is it really? I think that that's a question that these people need to truly have. Is it tr- – like, a whole, this, a whole era defined it, by rampant PED use. It's the same thing with cycling and Lance Armstrong, right? Like, he and it, like – No. No, but hear me out with, no. hear me out with that. Sam. Every single person in the peloton, peloton is, is a cycling term for, to, for a group of riders. Mm-hmm. I'm just educating yeah, you. Yeah, right all right, there. that one down. <laughs> so every person in the race was using steroids. It's just Lance Armstrong, he was already the best athlete, but he just figured out the best way to cover it up and never got caught. Now, but his, his doping, it was not just like blood or am I? So it's, it's EPO, okay. which is basically what you do is you inject enhanced amount of oxygen yeah. into your blood and mm-hmm. you do like a blood transfusion. But okay, my main thing with Lance Armstrong is like not to I mean we'll go back to the baseball, but he when you cheat, just like admit it. The proof is so clearly there and with Lance the proof was so clearly there. Like other riders said it. Mm-hmm. The proof was there for so long and he just vehemently denied, denied, denied. So much that he would sue people yeah. and ruin their lives just to protect his own selfish agenda. And, it was pretty bad. And then to come out and be a liar. But, um, no, I think that um, the MLB is having an engagement problem now anyway. To be honest, like, the MLB is, like, they might have the most talented athletes in their era playing right now. No one really knows because, in my personal opinion, I could be wrong, I don't really care that much for the MLB. I think that it would be better for the game if they didn't give a fuck about steroids. Well, dude, the most – it's funny you say that the – um, the steroid era, the ratings were. Because uh, okay. they hit a bit of a lull before that. And then steroids, it's like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, I think it was 1999. Sammy Sosa hit, like, 69 homers, and Mark McGuire hit 72. Yeah. It was like, it's, like, unbelievable. And, the, like, the sheer, like, power that these guys were hitting with. I mean, I think, I think part of it is it's, it's the classic, if we call it out now, we have to admit that we were wrong for the past 40 years. You know what I mean? Like, it's like... They're not yeah. going to come out. MLB is not going to come out and say, okay, like, we're going to admit all these people into the Hall of Fame that we were denying, denying, denying for all these years. You know? Well, that's my thing. I, I don't want a sterile user in the Hall of Fame. I'm indifferent. Because to me, 
I but mean, then you're saying it's okay to be a quote unquote cheater. So well, I can see I'm, that point. I'm of the belief that I don't think I think if you're a good ball player, you're a good ball player, right? Because steroids aren't gonna help you like hit bat to ball any easier. Mm-hmm. But they allow you to, and like, and steroids. I feel like the common misconception about steroids is that you take them, you automatically get stronger. Steroids just allow you to work out longer and recover faster, so you can work out more mm-hmm. and just get gigantic. Yeah. So like, the steroids objectively help you swing a bat faster. Like either way, these guys were gonna hit loads of home runs. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know how much that number increases by, but like if you isolate the steroid era, there was like. I think it's like 17% more home runs overall than like any other 10-year span of baseball's history. Mm-hmm. So I think it's unfair to put those people in the Hall of Fame because you're just they were in playing in an inflated era of baseball. I can see that point. Like how is that fair to like Ted Williams who like really hit all those home runs and played mm-hmm. great baseball to be compared alongside Barry Bonds where all his home runs are com- coming in an era of baseball that is just juiced up they they ought to at least give them a look that puts a weight on those seasons i mean i think to call barry bonds the home run king just like agitates me <laughs> but but i do think like him roger clemens i think they'll get in mm-hmm. eventually. it'll be a while i mean they've already they, i think each of them have been on the ballot for like eight years now and they're mm-hmm. they're not getting in anytime soon but i think roger clemens almost got in last year mm-hmm. but and then, um, well, do you think that's worse than the sign stealing thing? Back to that question. Do I think that roids are worse than sign stealing? I think that sign stealing involves a higher level of organizational, um, che- like che- uh, cheating. It's scheming, really, in my I mean, personal opinion. I think that the more people you have higher up the chain, the more intricate your plot becomes. Yes, it's worse. Well, I th- I think it's worse because, like I said this before, if you know what pitch is coming, these are professional baseball players, they'll hit it. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, with steroids, you still have to have the hand-eye coordination. You still have to have the timing. I think it's different. I think it's personal selfishness in a way with steroids, whatever, versus like full-blown organizational cheating. Right. Um, And then I I, want to move over to uh, Donaghy. Or not Donaghy, sorry. Um, Yeah, Donaghy. Tim Donaghy, the NBA ref. Ah, so, yes. So he's, this is a point-shaving ref, blowing calls blatantly, ignoring calls blatantly. Here's my thing with that. Did he – you think he had his crew on it, in it, in it with him? So, or, he's, so, or he's doing it alone? So I, he, he, was, he did end up getting caught as a part of like – You know, he wrote a book. We got to read it. Yeah, that. he did. He, he, read a, he wrote a memoir about it. So I think that he – only he went down. Um, his crew wasn't like when, – so when you, you officiate in the NBA, it's three refs. He went on there with the other two refs, and I think that he was the one like blowing calls. Right. Know? And so you got to think, this guy's already making, I think it was close to 300000 a year. So it's 260000 a year from his ref salary. Like, this isn't even with mm-hmm. cheating. And he was a ref for a, a, a long, long time, but the scandal specifically from 05 to 07. And um, apparently, and this is what he says in his memoir, he got involved with the betting ring to pay off his massive gambling debt. So he addicted to gambling. And he's getting paid now from outside sources to pay off his gambling debt. Which is just ridiculous. That is worse than any of the other ones, in my personal opinion. Did he, um, I don't know if you know, did he, like, fix any notable, like, playoff games? So I, I want to say he was involved with the Lakers-Kings series. That was a little iffy. But really? I I'm, I would need to research it, because 05-07, that wasn't, actually, no. That's, that's, that's well like, after, that's well after Lakers, that. Yeah. But I think that um, that is kind of where the investigation may have begun. But mm. I'm not positive because this is the FBI's involvement was right. in it. Um, 
uh, Antonio Cromartie. Okay. That man. Doesn't he have uh, 13 kids? Yeah, I was going to say. He has mad 13 kids. kids. Yeah. He's up there with what's his face? Rivers. Is Philip Rivers the one with mad kids too? I think, but he, but Philip is married. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think he just <laughs> spits them out yeah. like it's a farm. He's fertile. <laughs> but Antonio Cromartie, I think he's had like 13 kids with six women that we know of. And so he's just. He's, just, he's up there. He's getting all but over it, the place. But are those um, with all types of different women? Well, listen to this. He had, so he was married, had a couple children with her, had a couple kids with another woman, divorced the other one, and then had another kid with the first wife. Uh-oh. Dog. <laughs> Double dipping. <Yeah. laughs> I, think, I think that's a good point to wrap it up. Yeah. All right. Uh, we missed sports. Talk about it.